welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I am Nick. And I am Eric. And this week's game is Alicia Dragoon for the Sega Genesis slash Mega Drive. Alicia Dragoon was developed by Game Arts and published by them in Japan in April of 1992. It was released worldwide by Sega in March of 1992. Wow. That was before the Japanese version. Man, they're pushing it out there. Now, Game Arts, they started as a PC game maker. Okay. And uh, are mainly a developer. They don't really publish their own games. Mm-hmm. But you would actually know them very well, Nick, because they are responsible for a few series, uh, especially once they hit the console market. They did the Sylphid games. Okay. But more importantly, the Lunar series. Oh, okay, yeah. And the Grandia series as well. Uh, makes sense. The You know, you get that anime vibe here a bit, so... Well, yes, you definitely get that anime vibe, because this game was also a collaboration between them and the animation studio Gainax. Yeah, I saw that in the credits. I remember it from many, many VHSs. I paid much too much money for a half hour of animated entertainment in the 90s. Yes, uh, not to sound like too much of a couple old men, but man, the children I know that have access to Crunchyroll or any other anime streaming service have no clue how nice they have it. Yeah, it's... The selection was very limited and very expensive, and that's all you got. Yes. Now, Gainax is best known for their series Neon Genesis Evangelion. Sure, yeah. Big hit. Big hit, and is uh, coming to Netflix this summer. Oh, what? The original? The original. Wow, man. I'm excited. Yeah. And they also did uh, Appleseed, the the film. I liked Appleseed. And one of my favorites, Furikuri, or FLCL. Yeah, yeah. Classic. Now, this is uh, one of the only uh, adventure or action games that they actually did in collaboration with this stu- with another studio. They mainly worked on, uh, as you could imagine, dating sims and anime uh-huh. adventure games, where it was just more the artwork that was used. Right, right. And in uh, Japan, the cover of this game definitely has a more anime vibe. Oh, uh, yeah. Alicia is like a wizardess anime lady, as she looks in... The actual video game. Right, right. No, it's pretty, you got the Frazetta art style kind of on yeah, the cover. Here in yeah. America and worldwide, she is transformed into more of a barbarian. Right, right. But it does show her using the lightning, so that's something. That is something indeed. Well, Nick, what kind of game is Alicia Dragoon? Well, sir, it is a side-scrolling action platformer. Yeah, and uh, we'll get to it, I guess, later, but I got my... Signals crossed, and for some reason I thought that this game was a shooting game before I started playing it. Oh, okay. Like you were on a dragon, or there was, I don't know, but I did not expect it to be this game. And I was, you know, actually pleasantly surprised because it does have some very interesting uh, mechanics going on in the controls. Yeah, yeah, there's there's a little more going on than you might realize. Because while you can jump around like any other action-adventure platforming game. Yeah, a decent jump. Decent as... Stretch is is uh, I would say decent. Yeah, okay. It's not. Yeah, it's 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 serviceable. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. It is a little stiff. 
and, sure. and the vertical on it is a little it's weird yeah yeah i luckily it, the game doesn't demand too much from you jumping wise no uh what really makes this game unique is your attack and uh well one of the things and it, this attack is not just your standard shoot a projectile or swing a sword right right you have thunder magic yes and by pressing a button you can shoot out a burst of lightning mm-hmm. or you can hold it down and then you get a continuous stream of lightning. Right, right. And it does have a little bit of a homing yeah. effect going on as well. Totally. It's uh, similar to the lightning gun we saw in Truxton. Very similar. And this lightning has multiple levels of effect as well. Yeah, you could you start with, at level one and you can increase it up to level eight, I think. Okay. And not only that, but when you have it at... Uh, it has its own kind of mana that instantly recharges. Yeah, you have a little uh, power meter for your thunder. So you can hold down the button and drain it until nothing but sparks come out of your hands. That's right, yeah. But if you let it fill all the way back up, you get a more powerful uh, initial blast of the lightning that yeah. will kind of arc around the whole room. Yeah, the manual calls it the rolling blast. and It's kind of like two big bolts that circularly move around. And to me, it seemed like if you started in that, in that furthest portion of that meter where it is actually red instead of blue right the entirety of that blast was stronger i could i is that true i i don't know there's precious little actual information you know with hard numbers to compare Mm -hmm. so and unfortunately the lack of any sort of life meter for enemies makes it really hard to gauge yeah oh and we'll get to that when we talk about bosses (laughs) now you do have a third button it is a genesis controller Mm, yeah. And it is for switching on the fly between your animal companion. That's right. You have a total of four to choose from. And they're probably the most exciting part of this section. So, of course, we like to save that for the end. <laughs> sure. So, on your screen, you have a lot of information. Sure, yeah. There's all kinds of different statuses you need to keep track of. That's right. You have uh, that mana bar for your lightning. Mm-hmm. You have your health. Yeah, that's right above your mana bar, and it, it starts with uh, three blocks of health Yes, that you can upgrade uh, to a total of six. And hits are variable. They don't just take off a block. They can take off various portions of a block. Yeah, it's more of a meter than blocks. It's kind of deceptive in that way, but in general, the enemies are, their attacks are pretty weak. Like, you have a decent amount of life. Now, the problem is you're going to get hit a lot, or at least I was. Sure, yeah. And all those little hits add up. That's that's how they get you, yeah. And you really want to watch it because in this game, you only have one life. True, but you can find continues. Yeah, that's your one-ups are like basically continues. But they do start you at the beginning of the level. Yes, unfortunately. Now, in addition to your level of health, there's also, like we mentioned, different levels to your lightning. And when it levels up, is that an item? Yeah, it's a, a drop. I thought so, but wasn't 100% sure. Now, as that increases, the lightning itself changes color and form a little bit. Yeah, and it, I mean, it definitely gets stronger. That's the the main impetus of your power-up. And then there's a nice little picture of your person, Alicia. Yeah, yeah. And then on the right side of the screen is all of the stats for your animal. Correct. And it has its own set of uh, health bars. Yeah, each animal um, has its own health bar. It has a level you can power up through uh, getting items. So it's life bar. Okay, that's how that works too. Yeah, it's life bar starts at three, and I think it can go up to five. Okay. 
and then their attacks will power up as well up to you know they go up to level three so you can level them all up a little bit and due to the nature of the and due to the frantic nature of some of these later levels i wasn't really sure what i was doing to get those uh characters up in levels yeah um you know you collect a lot of different items from these uh winged receptacles and most of the time you don't even see them until you have moved through the space they were on well they do frequently fall behind foreground yes you know so you don't know what you're picking up exactly some you know unless you saw it fall but the screen is usually pretty cluttered with lightning and enemies so it's hard to tell what's what's happening there yeah and like I said, a lot of them are in kind of hidden areas or off the beaten path. Yeah, you can, uh, you know, there are some of these uh, winged receptacles that are just visible and you go shoot them down, get your items. And some of them will only appear when you stand in a weird spot. And then some of them will only appear when you shoot spawning items left and right and picking them up. And what did I just get? I, I don't know. Yeah, in fact, I rarely knew. Um <laughs> Because there is a lot going on on the screen a lot of the time. Now, let's get into these items. First and foremost is the blue bottle. Yep, just a a potion uh, that will heal you. It restores one block of life. Not enough, in my my opinion. But it is a very welcome sight. Sure. And luckily, later in the game, they'll start appearing in groups. Yeah, and uh, I mean... Spoilers, one of the parts to, you know, really getting far in this game is searching around for hidden ones. You can find a lot of weird items in weird places later, especially. Yeah, and I did that a lot on accident because there are no maps to be found for this game online. Right, right. And this game has kind of a, I wouldn't say branching pathways. There's just a lot of extra dead ends. Yeah, and it's it's weird because they do a good job of making the levels feel much bigger than they really are. Yeah, that's really why I wanted to see these maps. Yeah, yeah, me too, yeah. And then we have the Life Up power-up. Uh, yeah, that will increase your maximum hit points. It is apparently a box with a sphere. Yeah, it looks, yeah, it's a little square thing with a blue. It's like a red, blue, I, yeah, red maybe and blue? It is, I, yeah, I think so. I, I mean, you really only pay attention to them three times and then you're maxed out you know they, yeah. they will always restore uh one block of health as well like the potion okay and those are super important more health is always better absolutely yeah uh, then we have the power up for the lightning bolt and that is i guess a lightning bolt yeah it's like a little it's like a yellow yellow and white kind of orb okay with, there's That's... like little lightning bolts coming off yeah and when you pick that up it does just increase that lightning power by one mm-hmm. uh, then we have an invincibility which is a red fairy I don't think I ever got this. I I saw it a few times. Um, The fairies are kind of weird because frequently I would get them, and the game really doesn't visually indicate that you're invincible. So you don't realize it. You know, there will be times where I would pick it up, and then later I would hear there's a little beeping that will happen, you know, because you get it for 10, 16 seconds, somewhere around there. Yeah. And then maybe you know, I did get it then. I just well, didn't realize it. You might have heard because I would realize it later when I'd hear this like ding, ding, ding. Like, yeah. That just means your invincibility is about to run out. And you might not even have known you had it. And that's uh, that's kind of the same with the there's a blue fairy as well. And that maxes your power out. Man, yeah. I'm feeling really ignorant here, even though I just I, I swear I played through this game. But <laughs> I have no recollection of either of these two colored fairies. Uh, and the blue one apparently maxes out your energy meter. Yeah, and this, so you can just go hog wild with your rolling blast or that thunder. That sounds awesome. You know? I know I didn't have that. Or if I did, I just wasted it by not using my thing. If you really look, I think there are some very slight sparkles on these. But, you know, uh, I wish you would have changed color or something for both of them. So you it, they really made it clear, you know? Yeah. Now, the fairies I did encounter are the platform fairies. And yeah. you free them, but half the time they just run away. Yeah, it's weird. Like, if you don't jump on them at the right time, they'll go away. Well, not just that. Sometimes... 
the platform they're creating is not where you freed them. It's right. in another portion of the level. Well, it's it's important too that if you if you miss this platform or whatever, these will always respawn. So yes. you you can go back and find them. But frequently, it's just this platform is just a way for them to make sure you don't get to this other part of the level until you've done beat something or found something. Yeah. And the final item for Alicia is that continue we talked about, which is the small doll version of her. Yeah, I, I only found two of these. Same here. But uh, one important note is that these will always respawn. Like when you re, if you continue. Okay. So if you find one in a, any given level, you know you can keep starting over there if you keep getting that continue, which is nice. Now, there is a separate set of items uh, just for your animal friend. Right, right. And there is a, a rack of ribs, which is the life filler for it. Yep, gives it uh, one block. There's a blue star, and that powers it up. And I felt like I saw those a lot more often. Yeah. Um, and I, I think I wasted a bunch. Yeah, I mean, they will replenish one health of a creature regardless if it's leveled out and is maxed up or whatever. Mm -hmm. So that's nice. Um, but they do put a lot of them out there because... I really should have gone through and made sure I swapped between characters, I think, to distribute them better. That's It is the best way to go. Um, I I missed out on a lot early on because they throw quite a few of them at you and you know you might not realize what you're doing like I didn't. So. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm realizing now. But, uh, these are, the reason that there are so many uh, kind of ties with the, the final item for them is because your creatures can die if they're totally depleted of life. But there is one more item in case you do kill your, your buddy mm -hmm. and that is the revive. Yeah, it looks like a little white, like, kind of baby lizard curled up. Okay. Um, they say it's a cat in the thing I'm reading. I, I could see that. I, I guess I just went for a lizard. But it's it's an item that it'll bring back any of your, you know, one of your dead companions. Yes. But they will start again at level one, hence the frequency of the creature levels up. Mm, got it. But really, if you're smart and on it, you're going to swap away from the creature that's about to die yeah. to one that has more health. That's right, because the, the buttons just change your... Animal Companion also pauses it whenever you do it. So it's easy to, you know, you're getting down there, don't take chances. The creature will actually even turn usually orange or mm -hmm. red. To and let one you thing know. that confused me was that you have to hit that button and then let go. Right, yeah. If you don't, then you can't toggle or select a creature. Oh, really? Yeah, and I thought, like, in one level, I was like, D I just not, I can't use one here? <laughs> and then halfway through the level, I did it again. I was like, oh, no, I just was holding the button down the whole time as okay. I was trying to select it. <laughs> right, right. Made that level a little harder than it should have been. <laughs> sure, yeah. Now, that's it for all of the items in the game. But really, the most exciting part is those animal friends. That's right. And not until I uh, read this uh, FAQ about them did I really know what they were. It took a minute for me, too, to figure out, you know, what, what they're good for, you know, various yeah. things. And I so. still didn't know at the end of the game, to be honest <laughs> with you, with one or two of them. Sure, yeah. But the one they start you with is the dragon. That's right. His name is Dragon Fry. F-R-Y-E. Oh, really? According to the manual, yeah. It's a, a little a little winged dragon that flies with you. And it shoots a fireball straight forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, this is a pretty strong attack. Um, and much like your thunder meter, all of these animals have their own attack meter that they will attack when it fills up. So they all fill up at various kind of speeds. And this guy I felt was a little slow, and he yeah. moved around in kind of a weird pattern. He got himself hurt a lot. Yeah, that's one thing you get used to. The way these companions work is that it's kind of like Magic Sword. They're always behind you. So if you keep flipping left and right, they're going to keep, you know, swinging around you to get behind you. So there's a weird kind of targeting you kind of learn to do later. But, yeah, uh, yeah the dragon, 
Dragonfire is one of the maybe the strongest attack. You know, I mainly used it at some bosses. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty good, especially when my main got hurt too much. Right on. And then what's the next uh, next one there, Nick? Uh, well, next on my list is the Ball O Fire. Yes, which is kind of like a will o' wisp looking little creature. Mm-hmm. And that one's more of a defensive creature am i right yeah it doesn't really attack um its attack meter is actually like an extra life meter kind of like it won't lose like when it takes damage its attack meter will start going down okay it, it, and it deals damage by touching enemies okay so you know you can kind of steer it there um i went with this a lot early on because it was the easiest one for me to keep alive uh-huh because of that extra you know it's regenerating its life essentially and I think at its highest level, it is very strong. It can be, yeah. And there are certain bosses that don't move much. So, you know, when you get your targeting down, you can, like, turn your back on it so that that little fireball is right over its weak spot, and it'll kill several of them very quickly. I really wish I would have known about that. It's Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, and then after that, we have a, a bird? Yeah, the, the Thunder Raven. Supposedly it's a bird. It does not look like a bird. I think it looks like a weird... Other dragon? Uh, yeah, wyvern something. I don't mm-hmm. know. And I use this one the least. Yeah, this one is kind of tricky because it has its thunder attack is awesome. It's relatively strong and it affects the whole screen. You know, it's a it's a full screen attack. But the downside is that its meter is very slow to recharge. It takes like ten seconds. And the bird itself is slow. I feel like, or the wyvern or whatever it is. The, the, yeah, this one seemed to get hurt a lot for me as well. I can see. Yeah, they they all do kind of. It's it's weird. But I'll tell you what, my main was this fourth and final creature uh the boomerang lizard yes i did you know that's what i wanted to call it but i didn't know if that's what it was that really is yeah uh, it's a, it looks like a little kind of gecko or something you mm-hmm. know and has either a wing or a boomerang sticking off the topic i'd like to think of them as both yeah <laughs> yeah um but this uh this enemy is pretty sweet because it will throw out boomerangs up to three i think yeah max thing uh it's, it's good at targeting enemies it's just and i think it's uh meter recharge is the fastest yeah and because of that it doesn't get hurt as much because between the two of you, you can really tear out most of the smaller enemies on a level. Yeah, or even projectiles sometimes. So yeah, it's great. It's really good at throwing out like a field of fire f- to help you out. Mm-hmm. And that's why I use this one the most. I used um, at different points. It was either the dragon or, I, you know, I'd, I would use the ball of fire if I, if I just didn't know what to use and I'm just trying to keep them alive, you know. Mm-hmm. Or like the Thunder Raven's good because their meters will actually charge while you're not using them. Huh. So you can bust off the Thunder Raven attack and then switch to another one for a few seconds until you know what i mean until you think it's full and then switch back to get it's kind of a pain in the butt though yeah but i I feel like it would make a a bunch of areas a little easier there's certain areas yeah i kind of because i didn't want to do a bunch of switching early on in the game but towards the end i realized you can fudge some stuff that way now finally when you start the game you are also greeted with a options menu that's right yeah and it's pretty pretty decent it gives you a normal or hard mode and in hard mode, there are less continues, less super fairies, and things like that. Right, right. I didn't mess with hard mode. And I never <laughs> will. Uh, but more importantly, there is a option to change your controls. Yeah, and you can go through and pretty much set them up however you want. Yeah, which I did. I totally changed mine right off the bat. Yeah, it's uh, it's awesome. I, I, I prefer having <laughs> my jump to the far button. Like, like a, far right? Yeah, or... A in this, this scenario. Okay, okay. And then my attack with B. Sure, yeah. That's generally how I did it, too. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then finally, a sound test mode. Yeah, always nice. And uh, and I think that wraps it up for our gameplay features. Well, Nick, this is a game that has a lot of visuals behind it. 
thanks to Gynax Studios. Right, right. Uh, and it is on the Sega Genesis, which sometimes gave us a full-color manual. But did this company spring for one this time? They did not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this manual is uh, it's only 16 pages. Okay. Black and white. The big disappointment, no art in here. It's None? Uh, nope. It's all screenshots. That is a huge disappointment. Yeah, a little. Uh, you know, um, we, we do get a little bit of the very deep story. I'm joking about that, but uh, mm-hmm. and this Baldor is the bad guy. Okay, that's that meteor thing. Um, it's the prince of all things evil. Okay, and at one point had a big battle, and Alicia's father defeated it. Oh, okay. But then was de- destroyed before her very eyes. Her father was destroyed. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I guess that rock is like its cocoon or, you know, whatever. But uh, And now it's brought back to Earth by the evil wizard Ornath. And Alicia is the only one who can destroy this enemy. Now, does this do a pretty good job of telling you, you know, how, how these different creatures work? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, they each get about a paragraph or so. You know, it, it really is mostly controls, explaining the items. You get screenshots, one from each level. Anything, anything about these enemies? No. No, no names or anything, unfortunately. Oh, bummer. Especially when you got great names like the one for that dragon. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it covers the basics. And then at the end, you get a journey log to record your scores and et ceteras. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> well, Nick, what was your personal history with Alicia Dragoon? I, I did not have one. I had not played this game until maybe a year ago. I played a little bit of it because I saw some stuff online. I think we even got a, a message from uh, Cartridge Commando uh, suggesting it. And since I had seen it, I checked it out a little bit, and it got on the short list for me anyways. And uh, obviously, I thought it was a, sh- a shmup, so <laughs> I had no experience with it either and uh, until this week as well. <laughs> So then what was your more recent experience with this game, Nick? Uh, well, I beat this game. Um, As did I, but I, I did cheat. I, I did towards the end because the one life, you know, if I had more time, I, you know, maybe you, know, you could make it happen, I think. But And it's just that so many of these bosses, you really have to know exactly what you're going to be doing. Yeah. There's and, no room for learning in the boss fight. Unless it's on one of those levels where you found a, a one-up or whatever, you know, it's going to take you a while to get back here and, and learn the pattern, you know, to, to really be able to beat the boss. So, you know, it, it's, it is pretty tough there at the end. But I played this game, I think, three times. About an hour, hour and a half each time. Yeah, I would say, I think three or four. The fourth time I really sat, that's when, you know, it was time to, crunch time, time to beat this bad boy. But, you know, each of those times I was happy to come back. Yeah, I would frequently, when I, I didn't have much time, I'll just play a level or so and try to beat it, and then I would find myself going to the next level and then trying to get to the, you know, I, it really it drew me in. Well, here we are in the general chat portion of our show, and I would like to say that the combat in this game certainly feels ahead of its time. I just wish that the fidelity of the graphics could keep up with the pace of all of the things coming at me. Yeah, there's there is a lot going on typically. They throw waves of enemies at you and whenever an enemy shoots at me there's a very good chance my lightning will be covering up that that projectile yeah i think if if they would have given specific like if your lightning was always blue and the bullets were always red or something yeah it would stand apart more but as it changes every level i would get hit i would say 70 percent of the time in a way i did not know what had shot me the first time i went to an area yeah, especially if you go 
running and gunning in, you know, and lots of enemies will start spawning around you, and then it's just a crazy, you know, yeah. sometimes you got to creep a bit. And that's my biggest complaint about this game is towards the back half of it, this game is a creeper's paradise because you really need to charge up your lightning for every four steps. Yeah, I mean, the lightning charges pretty quick, so I didn't really, you know, like sometimes I would even try to avoid using the rolling blast, mm -hmm. where you're just like tapping it every now and then to keep it about halfway or more so yeah. that you're just not stopping. But there are certain places where the enemies are so strong that you're coming across, or maybe I was just so underpowered that I needed that initial rolling blast hit to, to deal the, the damage to them so I wouldn't get stuck in a wave of bullets. Yeah, some a lot of the times when I would run into tough spots that, I, you know, I didn't really know what I was doing. I either would later find that I had missed a power-up beforehand or was using the wrong animal. That Sometimes that can make a big difference. Yeah, and since we've gone over those animals a bit more, I realized that I think I could have been a little smarter in that regard as well. Yeah, that was about halfway through the game before I really I realized I have to level all these guys up now because I was just floating through. I went with, you know, I was having problems when I first played keeping them alive. Yeah. So that's why I started going with the ball of fire because it was the only one I could keep or that I could keep moving, you know, keep it, keep it alive for any length of time, it seemed. Yeah, I agree. That's, and that's why I initially started with that flying lizard as well. But, you know, one thing I do want to praise this game for is the sprites because they are really, really cool looking. Yeah, I think Alicia looks awesome. Mm -hmm. The animals are kind of weird looking, but they, they're cool, you know. And everything's animated pretty well. Yeah, uh, at least on the hero side, some of the enemies can have a couple, little bit of stiff animation, but they all look really interesting. Yeah, my my only real complaint with the enemies is that it is pretty sprite swappy. There, yes, there's not a huge variety of different foes. Yeah, I mean, a lot of them are just I'm going to jump or phase in and then shoot mm. or jump at you. Yeah, it's 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 more about you responding because you know, like like you were mentioned earlier, it, it, in a lot of situations, it is tough to avoid these many bullets or whatever you know but at the same time if you keep your head about you you can still take a few hits and not take a lot of damage mm -hmm. and especially if you're if you're not averse to poking around and looking for hidden items the, the, there are a lot of potions out there to find and especially if you use that the boomerang lizard is really useful too because he will realize i don't know he'll shoot at things you can't see or certain like oh yeah if a stalactite's going to fall, you may see him shooting before anything happens. So, you know, he can give you little warnings that's, uh, that are helpful. Yes. And, uh, but for me, what made this game so challenging was the bosses. I feel like some of these bosses are just very cruel. You have very tiny windows of avoidance uh, from them or their projectiles. And while they don't do a ton of damage, it just adds up real fast. Yeah, they have... They're the type of bosses that once you get it, you're, they're not that bad. No. But since you... And apparently if you know that trick with the, the willow whisk or whatever. <laughs> well, certain, yeah. Um, but the problem with the, you know, only having one life and very limited continues means it's, you know, you're not going to be able to keep fighting them over and over, which is why I fell into the sta save states because, you know, it takes a while to learn these patterns and figure out what yeah. you're actually supposed to do. Same here. And you do not usually get your health refilled before you go to a boss. Yeah, that's true. So that's... I rarely went into a boss fight with all my health. Yeah, me, me too. Yeah. I was usually fighting them at half health or somewhere right above there. But, in, you know, they'll give you one or two bottles sometimes before you go in. Mm -hmm. But I was always, I felt like, at a major health disadvantage. Yeah, it's 
th- th- that's part of it too is because you know in general the levels aren't that big there are a few that are longer than others that are multiple scenes yes but it's just trying to preserve your life to get through i'm generally not worried about truly dying in any given level it's just how much life am i going to get to that boss with yeah exactly and i do want to give the game props for you don't really have any pit deaths no no but back to those bosses they also look really nice yeah, and some of them are extremely weird. And Very creepy and strange. Yeah, there uh, there's some good-looking uh, sprites out there. And I like, too, that they're not a bunch of background sprite, guts-dozer-type bosses you know, that you see. And I don't know, they, they became very frequent. I guess more on the NES, but uh, here in 16-bit times, you would see a lot of them, too. And another thing I thought was really interesting is that a lot of times they will give you a little bit of level after the boss. Yeah, sometimes it's soul crushing too. Yeah, you just barely got past this boss, and it, you know it's usually not very much, but it'll be like a really short platforming section. And or there's always at least one or two enemies, and you're just like, please, please don't hit me. <laughs> no, not now, not like this. And uh, one of the things I think too is this game does a good job of you know you're going through eight stages in order, mm-hmm. so it's pretty linear, but it gives you a good uh, kind of you know bookends the levels with you getting to this new place like you got on the airship you saw at the last one then yeah. you go you know it lands or blah 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 and the levels look really good they're a little busy but that just serves how nice the foreground and backgrounds are yeah it's true i think graphically this game has a lot to offer it looks really good and then finally just to bring up the music it does not have a very driving soundtrack there's not a lot of like tunes as i would mm-hmm, say mm-hmm. but the music that is there is really cool and atmospheric. It makes you definitely feel in the level. I really like the music. Um, as you might have heard from the beginning, you know, it's got that golden axe that the horns or, you know. It's kind of a weird, like, synthesizer harpsichord marriage. Yeah, yeah. and uh, they, they use, in certain certain tracks, use, like, these synth, like, bells. Uh-huh. And like you said, harpsichord things that are really interesting because I feel like the Sega Genesis sound chip was, like, made for those particular instruments you know the the metallic tinniness of it so it sounds really cool and it was a crunch time for some major projects uh my son was working on at home okay for school so therefore i couldn't be jamming out to this game as loud as i wanted (laughs) but instead i had uh my over ear headphones on while playing it okay and the soundtrack really stood out but also the stereoness of it yeah there's a lot of back and forth between the left and right channels and some really interesting sound effects especially for the bosses that's awesome man i this was one too that when i was playing it i liked the music but when i went back and was listening to it just the soundtrack it really um i really liked it even more because in any kind of like shooter or action game, I've found that when you when your head's in the action, I'm not paying attention to the music really, other than especially when it's really tense. Yeah, yeah. So there was a lot of you know a little more catchiness than I remembered. So it's it's definitely worth checking out. Yeah, I like to listen to like kind of synthesizer-y um, music without words when I go shopping. Oh, there oddly you go. enough, yeah, so yeah. this might make it onto my my shopping soundtrack. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of Giorgio Marauder on there. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, it's. Most of this uh, soundtrack is, I would say, B, B plus, but there are a few A's in there, too, that I really liked. So, uh, you know, get in there. Get your ears out. All right, folks, it is time to take this game level by level. And these levels are pretty interesting because while they all seem very branchy, every branch is really just a dead end. Yeah, 
it's a cool thing in a way because it makes the levels feel larger yes. than, than they truly are. And luckily, each dead end usually has one or two items in it. So you don't feel like you've wasted your time. Yeah, it's definitely, you know, there's a little bit of exploration there, but not a lot, you know. It's and because just power-ups. Yeah, and because of that fact and the fact that there are no maps to be found for this game, <laughs> I don't think we're going to go too deep into the mechanics of every level, but more talk about the style and enemies you're going to find in it. And in stage one, you start in kind of an old temple. Yeah, and it pretty quickly takes you outside into the forest. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a large, beautiful forest. You know I love forests, so this one looks great. The trees are huge. Yes. But interestingly, you're almost always on the floor. This isn't one of these type of forest levels where you're jumping up in branches and stuff. Yeah. But you'll see the first of many, many bees. Mm -hmm. You're going to kill a lot of them in this <laughs> in this game. Yeah. And these little flying enemies can be super annoying. But luckily, if you are charged up and you're pointing the right direction, you've got that auto aim that will usually arc right into them. Yeah. I think they're a good enemy to kind of break your old habits and establish new ones because you're dealing with a different kind of weapon than most other games so it's really more about maybe don't stop moving as much you can just blast these relatively quickly um you'll find those exploding kind of mushroom things growing out of the ground yeah pain in the butt man they take a lot of hits yeah uh the first time i played this game i had a lot of trouble in the very first level because i was i wasn't just you know you can just skip by them or if you're using the right companion like i think the dragon help or thunder raven especially if you get that first okay. blast off can help you kill these guys before they start spawning little mushrooms and then there's little flying goblins that come in yeah yeah they're and, not too rough to deal with at all yep yep um eventually at the end of this forest you'll go inside a castle yes and you get a i think in here's where you start fighting the first of many colors of teleporting I, I think they might be women some of them sometimes they look like ninjas you know but it's basically a enemy soldier teleports in and attacks you so and get used to it because that is the, the the most annoying creature of all is that creature that isn't on the screen until you get to a certain point and then, wow. and then wow, yeah pops right in and you know eventually they start projectiling you at the same time but right now you just gotta hit them yeah and uh you know you'll battle your way through this brief kind of castle section and then you get a, a very small cutscene at the end that shows the evil wizard ornath and you know he's in front of that big baldor meteor cocoon and, mm -hmm. and he takes it off and you know he tells you i'm surprised you made it this far if you really want to beat me you gotta get to the castle yep so you, you're gonna and i thought i was gonna fight him but luckily you don't no you, you keep going you have another little uh this is kind of a more, it's like a cliffside village, kind of. You yeah. know, you come out of the castle, and, and you know, there's, like, scaffoldings with, like, platforms and stuff for you to jump on and get but through. you cannot jump down through anything in this game. That's Everything right. Everything has yeah. a hard bottom. So yeah. you just have to find the edges and go down if you need to go down. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, eventually, after not too long, you will arrive at the boss. Two ninjas. Yes. And these guys aren't bad. Yeah, they're, they're not too bad. They're just too kind of... It's not as bad as three ninjas. Red, that's right. This is not High Noon at Mega Mountain. But yeah, there are two enemies to deal with, and that's really the hard part. But they do have, what, a projectile? Yeah, I think they both throw kind of swords at you, mm -hmm. or long daggers, short swords, something. You know, they'll appear on either side. So if you... I was using the ball of fire here, so okay. I would just kind of face one of them and shoot and try to plan it so that the other... The guy that was behind me had that ball of fire right on top of him. Gotcha. I just found that if you dodge, jump over their swords or whatever, it's fairly easy to concentrate on one of them, take it out, and then you can turn and get the other one. Sure. And that's one of the hard things with this game is just remembering that you don't really have to aim. Focus on dodging. Mm -hmm. 
while you're shooting and your animal's shooting. And Which we also failed to mention that you duck in this game. That's true, and it helps uh, in and, and certain locations a lot. Only in bosses. Generally, yeah. yeah. I, I don't think I use it outside of any boss fight, so it's fair to mention it now because really it's mainly used to duck for certain bosses' uh, activities yeah. or, or patterns. Yeah, yeah. And even if you don't need to use it, I'm always offended when my sprite is too tall and I cannot duck, so good <laughs> <Right>. on them. <laughs> But after you defeat these two pathetic ninjas. This this one, you just leave the stage, I think, afterwards. Yeah, and then uh, you what, go... What's always a little confusing, though, is it deselects your companion. Yeah, that lets you know that it's it's the computer is taking over now. Yes. And then and if, if you try to push any buttons, it'll have a little sign that says demo. That yeah, I, I was like, did I have a weird ROM of this that was a demo ROM? <laughs> okay, I'm glad you had that same thing. So yeah, move on to level two, which is uh, you're in a swamp now. And, you know, it starts with you up on kind of like a cliff and you jump down into it, you mm -hmm. know, the demo version. And, and I was very confused for a minute because I thought this level was going to be way harder than it was until I realized you can just get in the water. Yep. Uh, that's, there are several places where all your spider senses are going to say this is a death or this yeah. is going to cause you a lot of damage if you fall down here. But no, generally you're okay. Now there are some weird giant... Uh, plant monsters that look like like a big lily, lily pad. pad yeah yeah don't jump you may think those are the platforms and i did and yeah, me too and they huge spikes and teeth will come out and bite you so just jump over them and then there are some fish creatures i think yeah, whatever those things are in the water are kind of a pain yeah i really just ran through most of this area to be honest with you i think that's probably your best bet um there's some like weird spear guards they throw spears mm -hmm. at you yeah and then um You'll start seeing, I guess, in the latter half of the level, I think, when they're, they're like those little mini frogs, mm -hmm. and there's waves of them that will start coming, and you yeah. just, you know. Uh, the most memorable part is, is there two bosses in this level, or there's, just a, a, a long ending to it? Well, there's like a mini boss, kind of, where you fight that snake thing. That snake you, fish. You drop down, and it, and it comes out, and it took me a little bit at first. Yeah, like, it's got a weird pattern, and I realized that once you see its uh, shadow, you just run away. Get as yeah, far away yeah. from it as possible. And you can still hit it with your lightning, and it doesn't land anywhere near you. I was trying way too hard to duck under it yeah. for a lot of times. Do it like stay right by it to do yeah. more damage or something. But again, that's a that's an old habit from different games. And one thing about this and the other mini bosses that I think is really weird and funny is they almost all have like a disappearing, reappearing tactic where they'll either go underwater or oh, teleport yeah. away. And whenever you destroy them, their death animations take longer than the time they're around. Sometimes, yeah. So but... it's like. This thing will start dying, and then it goes back underwater, and you have to wait for its entire time of water shenanigans. And then when it comes back out, it's exploding to its death. Right, right. And, and you know, that might freak you out at first, but you can beat this this creature. And when you do, you get your first taste of the, the twin fairies. Yeah, I think that is the first one, That's because that's the only way to get out of that little yeah. alcove at the bottom where it is. And luckily, they're right next to where the spawn point for that bottle is or whatever mm, yeah, that way yeah. you understand that they will always respawn as well right right the second half of the level though is uh pretty much up on some like cliffs overlooking the water yeah yeah it's really more the same enemies um yep nothing nothing too crazy going on here until you get to the boss and which boss is this nick this is a weird green swamp plant monster thing. oh yes and this boss fight takes place in the swamp with one little island yeah. land in the middle yeah and so you can you can hop up there you can stand in the water this thing will emerge it has a and this is where i realized that the bosses were no joke because the first time i got here this thing tore me up yeah it's it, it's pretty weird because you know it, it's 
different sided. It has like a mouth on one side mm-hmm. and the eyeball on the other, and it, it comes at you. Um, it'll it'll just charge across, and you have to jump over it. Yes. Which can be a little tough because your jump's a little weird, and these bosses are usually large to where you might not even think you can. But. Yeah, and that's the problem. I was like, how do I how do I get past this guy when he when he rushes the screen? Actually, no way I can jump over it. <laughs> yeah. But you can. You can always jump over them. Yeah, and uh, it does shoot some projectiles and stuff. But in general, I found that I think I use the dragon most of the time here. Mm-hmm. Um, after beating the game, I found that or I read that this is one of the bosses you can do a ball of fire trick. Okay. Like when it first appears, if you have it right on top of its weak spot, it'll it, just tear it, it up. It tear it up in a few seconds. Okay. I I can't speak to that from personal experience though. But uh, really, it's just avoid, jump over, and attack when you can. Yeah, and it's, the boss isn't incredibly difficult, you know. But again, life meter would have been real nice here, or some uh, kind of visual indicator of how far you are. And that's another thing I meant to bring up was that my biggest gripe with those bosses is you have no clue if you're damaging it, if you're how much life it has left, or anything. Yeah, so you know, you you just have to keep at it and have faith in yourself. But eventually, you will destroy it, and then you can move on to the next level. Yeah, and uh, this is one where after this boss, it shows you kind of hop up on the airship, and yeah. then, which is the next level. You're on the outside of a large propeller-driven kind of airship. But its sail is like a creature or something. It, it appears to be possibly biomechanical. It looks like it has a weird, like, a set of fish, eyeballs in it, fish face or something. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, it definitely has a mouth on the front. It's a kind of strange-looking uh, thing. And this level introduces a new mechanic where you can jump up past an area and then not go back down right right so you want to make sure you explore each strata of the ship as you progress through it yeah and get your get as many power-ups as you can you will see especially at first there are a lot of just turrets mm-hmm. and you and you they can, suck yeah you can th- these are ones where you gotta creep up on them you can creep up on them or if you if you have your timing down right with that thunder raven you can run in you, it'll blast and hit all of them it won't kill them all in one hit but generally it's like if you can get thunder raven and then do your rolling blast right afterwards that gets it all yeah nice and then tons of teleporting in guys yep more of those i guess ninjas bees um it's kind of weird um this was an area that i first i had some trouble with because there's an area where you're going to the top and then there are these little I guess, propeller barrels, platforms. Oh, yeah. You have to do this, like, jumping. And they move in a weird little, like, they're moving up and down and left to right a little. So they do this weird swoop. And it it gave me a little trouble, the platforming at first. But luckily, if you screw up, you just have to redo all of it. Yeah, and uh, one thing, too, is about this game, to its credit, is that a lot of the enemies don't actually respawn. Yes. There are certain weaker ones that will, but once you've been through it once and, you know, you get to these platforming sections where you might expect to die if you fall. But instead, you just drop down a few levels, climb back up, and try it again. And then the boss at the very top of this area. I don't know what this It's a collection of weird slugs or, like, bio turrets or something. They all have definitely this weird, like, organic creature category to them, right? Like, yeah, and I didn't even realize what was going on here because it's like, I thought maybe it was, like, one creature running around, but it's, like, six right. of them, like, hiding behind, like, corners and then popping out and shooting at you. I yeah. just know that there's so many projectiles on the screen that you cannot rush into this fight. No, you definitely want to go, I found, like, starting at the very top, you know, because this is a few, you know, like a screen or two mm-hmm. vertically, and you're just on this area with all these little platforms that are, there are these different, like, 
turret things that shoot at you. Those weird orbs come out that look kind of like eyeballs. Mm -hmm. But it's all about like trying to get to a spot and just doing as much damage because while there are the things that shoot at you, there are also the really there's three targets that you want to actually kill that will kill the boss. And those are the little things that are popping out from behind the the background area. So, you know, stay at the top, try to hit them as much as you can, and then work your way down slowly and safely. And uh, this boss did give me a bit of trouble, but, you know, keep your head about you and move slowly. It's just intimidating at first when you don't know what's going on. Or what to shoot. Right, right. But you can destroy them, and then you are free from the airship, and you move on to a mountain. Yeah, you're in some hilly mountains. It shows, you know... uh, at the beginning, it starts with you leaving the front of the airship, the weird fish face, and you drop down. And then this is a cool-looking mountain area because all of the paths are very, not necessarily vertical, but it's hilly. You know, you're moving oh, yeah. up and down. And it's kind of unclear, like, which ones you're supposed to go on and which ones are like look like doom but aren't. Yeah, that, that's, yeah, exactly. But this one also is the first time where those fairies, I think, force you to backtrack. Oh, maybe, yeah, I know. Once you've gotten them. There are a few uh, new enemies here where you fight those little, I call them fuzzy jumpers, but as you're moving along, they'll crawl out of the ground and mm-hmm. they look like little furball men. Yes. Creatures, I don't know. They're pretty easy to kill. Then there are those like little orange dragons that drop rocks, so watch out. Those guys are annoying. Yeah, they're in, they're in very annoying places and they typically take too much. I almost always got hit by the rock. Yeah, you either have to be really patient because they do take a bit of lightning, depending on what level you are, I guess, but... Mm-hmm. It did for me. But at the end of this level is your big boss. And is this the rolling cart? Uh, this is the skinless dragon thing. Oh, yeah. This thing is gross. This is a cool but, yeah, gross creature because it really is. It's just it, it's like a dragon with no skin. You can see its skull. You can see its organs and flesh. <laughs> like Yes. It looks cool. And But uh, I thought this was one of the easier bosses. See, I had... I had some trouble with it the first time I got here. Um, I do believe this level has is one of the levels that had a, a one-up in it. Mm-hmm. So I was able to just keep trying over and over. But that was before I realized um, this dragon has several um, attacks. It will shoot fire at you. Yeah, and the fire is just like a beam that shoots straight out. Yeah. And, and you can duck under it yeah, usually. That's I, the key factor. It is. I didn't know that. And it will swoop at you. And the swoop seems like it's pretty dangerous. But again, you can jump over that easier than you'd think. As well as duck under it. Um, when I was watching a playthrough, I was very disappointed myself that you oh. could just, this guy just crouched like the whole fight and did nothing. And I realized I am a fool. Yeah. Because I kept trying to jump and move around and do as much. And really, the harder I was trying was just making it worse on myself. Right. But this is also one of the bosses you can use the ball of fire trick on. Okay. When it first flies down, if you're on the very left of that little, you know, there's one little platform. Mm-hmm. You can stand there. You'll see it coming down. You do a rolling blast and hold down your thunder until it kind of lands. And you just turn left, and that ball of fire will do so much damage that the boss is dead in three seconds. Wow. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe it worked because, I, like I said, I was banging my head uh, foolishly against this boss for uh quite a while well now that you know you can duck this boss should be a lot easier and once you've defeated it uh, you move on to the caves yeah kind of dark brown and blue caves uh and it looks like the floor may hurt you but it won't right right um even though it's jagged with stalagmites that's right and and a lot of waterfalls in here foreground and background waterfalls but they don't seem to affect you either no, yeah, not They just at all. obscure all of the projectiles. Uh, this is the introduction of two annoying enemies. Um, there's the green rock eye creatures where they're like on the wall. And you hurt them and then they shrink into a little yeah. 
a little ball, but they'll be back. So you, you just got to hit and run. Hit and run. Uh, Thunder Raven helps a lot because it'll uh-huh. blast them all. Like, you know, if you get a bunch up on the screen and just kind of haul, haul booty. And is this also where, like, the rocks with the spinning rocks uh, come in? Yeah. And those just take forever to hit. Well, you only truly damage the one in the center. You yeah. can you can blow up the ones around it as they orbit, but two shots from a Thunder Raven will just kill it. So, But that's one of those ones that also shoots at you once it dies, and I hate that. Oh, yep. It gets its final parting shot. So, yep. Yeah. And then one of my favorite enemies are the, the little men. I, I don't know if they're gnomes or dwarves, yeah, but they're, they're little cute. tiny little guys come running and jumping at you. Um, they're pretty easy to kill. but they're... I, was, I thought they were going to be a big pain in the butt a la flea men, but they weren't. Right, right. And they don't teleport in. They run in. So you have a little time to know where they're coming from. Yeah. Um, so blast them away and you'll move on. This level does have another section where you're still in a cave, but there's like that yellow-brown sludge oh, or yeah. whatever in the background or on the ground. Sometimes emitting fire pillars. Watch out. And then, yeah, there's a little bit of a few tricky jumps in that area. Is this also where the steam is? Maybe. Okay. I do, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. But it gets pretty tricksy. Um, eventually, you'll make it to the boss area, which is a kind of an open room. And you have like a diagonal technological thing in the background that you can see. And yeah. There's a little um, ledge in the middle of this room. And then out of the right comes a weird mining tank cart thing. That's, that's that cart i was talking about yeah yeah and again if you don't know what to do with this one it seems like it is just going to tear you up it, it took me a little while to get these patterns down but once you have the patterns down on this one it is so easy yeah it's a uh, because it's it's this little you know tank it's on treads and it has like three or four spikes on the front moving in and out and a gun on top yep so don't touch those the turret will shoot forward and then... but it's easy to avoid that 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 gun yeah that, well what it kept tricking me was the enemy, you know, it'll start coming and you're blasting away with your lightning. And then it'll get to a certain point where I'll be ready to jump and then it shoots me. You know, it's like you have to be remember that you're going to have to jump this, you know, blast of three lasers. Yes. And then jump over it because yeah. if you try to do it in one, it won't work. Uh, and then after a couple passes like that, which and when it goes past you, then you can just shoot it nonstop. Yeah, get behind it. Uh, I was using my dragon fry here. And then after a few passes like that, it backs in and shoots out like a volley of like bombs. Yeah, grenades, bombs, what these little things are. But if you just go to the opposite side of the, the room, none of them hit you. Yeah, generally the only time, you know, especially with this boss, like if I was taking a lot of damage, it's because I was doing stupid stuff, thinking I can kill it faster. Yeah. And it didn't work. No. So keep your wits with you, and you can you can destroy this thing fairly easily. Not quickly, but easily. Yeah. And then you can move into stage six. Uh, the wrecked ship that you saw in the background. It's like a spaceship. Yeah, and it's pretty cool because it's all tilted at like a 45-degree angle. Yes, and that is really cool in looks. Not that cool in actual play. It is uh, kind of confusing. You and know. just extremely frustrating when you're trying to hit certain creatures. Well, that's true because you have the enemies are these weird... In the first robots? section, at least. Yeah, they're robots, but they're, like, in the background, so they're shadowed or shaded. And some of them, not all of them, will stand up and attack. And and they this level really tore me apart. Especially, like, yeah. I lost so much life. And there's bombs in there, too. Like, they just shoot off at weird angles. Yeah, these weird, like, yellow. They look like rolls of toilet paper weird things that you'll see, like, debris. I don't know. And it's kind of like a maze to get through this whole thing. It is. and it's And this definitely is a level that once I... Got it. I realized how small it was, mm-hmm. but it feels way larger because 
you're going around this tilted ship, going through these holes, but they all look very similar. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to get lose your way. Yeah. A little more, you know, maybe if the levels were different colors or if there was something to differentiate a little, you know. But, man, I, I just got hit so much in this level. It, it really, I played through it at least two or three times. Yeah, uh, I did too, yeah. Just to make sure, I was like, I got to have at least half my health when I get to the boss. This one, this is the level where I found the other one up. Okay. There's one in here somewhere. Oh, I found everything because I went to every corner of the ship. Sure, yeah. Trying to figure out where to go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you'll eventually make it to the second kind of half of this ship. Mm-hmm which is very similar, except now you have these teleporting in. I don't know if they're aliens or zombies. They have a green shirt, blue I just face. ran through these guys for the most yeah. part. Well, they they take they're kind of tough to deal with, and they have these, like, they shoot these rings out. They have, like, a laser gun or something. Yeah. I, I don't know. They do so much damage. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough one. Um, in this area, I think it's in the second part where um, – because I got to this boss and had trouble and then later went back and found a missing I was able to level up my thunder and I didn't realize it. It's so in I the first part one. of this level. Yeah, yeah. So don't miss that because No, and that's when I realized what that was. Ah, gotcha. I was like, that's how I'm leveling up. If you can got actually it. if you can actually see it, you know. Right. But this is an interesting boss. It's some sort of wizard. Yeah, and this wizard guy is at first just tort again, when I first got there. I was killed so fast. Well, yeah. So this is a room. It's tilted, of course. So it's kind of, I guess, diamond-shaped, you could mm-hmm. say. And there's something, an engine or something is moving by in the background. It's super fast and pretty distracting. <laughs> yes, very much so. <laughs> and so this wizard teleports in, and then he summons... Telekinesis is. Yeah, or telekinesis is in two rifles, two machine, machine guns. guns, and starts shooting them at you. I don't know. He's like a gunjurer. Yeah, and or... you can shoot the guns, and eventually they'll fall. Yeah. But, but he'll, that's he'll dumb. just bring more, yeah. Yeah, and he also shoots a projectile at certain points. Mm-hmm. But for me, like, I was trying to get as much time in shooting him as possible, Yeah, which is not what you should do. That's true, yeah. I, you I should did the same thing. Just avoid him and his guns yeah, for I, the most part. It, it, there's a kind of pattern where you yeah. just keep walking across the body. Yeah. You walk to the right, and he'll be shooting, and then, and then you, you jump w- over the guns. Walk back left, and then you can get a little damage off yeah. before... Yeah. And then there's like a, a window where he appears before the guns fly into the screen. Yeah. And that, you can always use that to shoot him. That's been, uh, the Thunderbird was pretty useful here. Okay. Because. So was my uh, boomerang friend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is too. I used it Close as well. Quarters. But the, well, the thing with the Thunder is that it's like it takes some time to reappear, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like while you're moving, I found that by the time I was back over to the left side where I would start shooting, the lightning attack was just about charged up. Cool. Now, when you destroy this guy, the engine slows down. That screen behind you yeah, levels yeah. out. And you have a little more level to go through. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I was so disappointed. Yeah, I always am. No, I just beat this thing. But again, it's very short and not that tough. True. And you get to move on to, I don't know what this place is. Some sort of sky palace? Well, yeah, this is where um, you get that little cutscene where she jumps on that platform and it flies up to the sky. You see a floating island and approach it. Yes. And now you're in, uh, which I guess is a castle because it's, you know, you have like the red bricks and gray stone backgrounds. You're in, inside torches. And this level is, there's a lot going on. Yeah, this level is one where, um, this is where I was definitely doing some creeping with my Thunderbird because... There are all those, like, they're like green and red blobs that are on the wall. Mm-hmm. And they will shoot at you. And, and drop and blobs. And drop blobs. And eventually you can kill them. So it would just 
move forward, get a couple on the screen, lightning bolt, rolling blast, then wait for it to recharge. Yes. And, and repeat. And this level also has some weird areas where you have to wait for like staircases to descend. Yeah, they will only descend when you've defeated all the monsters, I think, and then you have to actually shoot them. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of strange, but they don't even look like stairs. They're just like blocks of the ceiling that yes. come down. And you're treated to like a whole new level of uh, teleporting in jerks. This is the most, yeah, they teleport, they're... They teleport in on both sides of you. You know, they got their like spears and stuff. I found it was better just to run away from most of these guys once uh, and then shoot them from the sides. Definitely. Um, and, and it's worth killing them because of later, but we'll get to that. <laughs> uh, because the part where you fall back down to them over many times? Over, yeah, after the... <laughs> because the very top of this is one of the most annoying quote puzzles i've ever encountered yeah the but that's that's the post boss platforming with those oh yeah you know what i mean first you get to uh for my money one of the toughest bosses in this game which is they uh that is a wizard yes with the blue and yellow kind of hood thing and who teleports has has a few spread shots and then generates these four clones of himself yes at first he was super hard but then i got once you get his pattern down right he well, he's not easy because he takes forever. It is a it is a long tough battle, and you know every little nick you know hurts. Yeah, yeah. So you're dead. But yes, when I first got there, I was taking damage from you know his minions. They all shoot after they appear, all five, four or five of them. And then he does like a floating in the air uh, spread shot, and it's like two spreads though. It's yeah. not just one spread. It's spread from two angles, which can be pretty obnoxious. Yeah, the the best way I could come with is, first of all, you want to always be on the move because when he reappears, you know, he'll disappear and do his four clones. Yes. I would try to be on the far left or right side. Okay. And then with the dragon, if you have the dragon and it does one fireball, you can kill the first two that are right in front of you of the clones before they can shoot. So the nice part is there's plenty of time to charge your lightning. And I would try Mm -hmm. to jump, be in between all four, like in the middle, face two, one to the left, and then... As soon as they appear, start shooting them, jump over the first one, and then as I'm jumping over them, I usually destroy the first two. Okay. And then you have time to clear any projectiles, but they've probably shot them into the air because you've been in the air. Mm. And I mean, literally, I had this, like, this is the exact pattern I I, I I learned. You have to, yeah. Then you're on that far left side for when it starts to uh, meld back into one. I see. And you can do, now you can run to the right, and if you've started on the very left, and he moves up, then you can almost always guide yourself to the one spot where you have the best chance to jump in between. Okay. You know, you, you can make it so it's always exactly the same at least. Yeah, that's. I was doing a, a very similar thing where I would just start on the one side, you kill the two in front of you, wait for the two shots to come off screen from mm-hmm. the other two clones, just jump over them and, by the, and start heading right. And by the time you get to them, they'll just disappear. He'll appear above you and then reverse direction, you know, so you can get... Just far enough away to, I would crouch, and one of those bullets would go over my head, and mm-hmm. one would go down, you know, just shooting away the whole time. Uh, it takes, this battle seems to take its toll on your creatures. Yeah. There's almost always something where they appear, so they take a lot of damage, and it's, it's pretty rough. But you can do it. It just takes a while. And, and then, after this grueling battle. You're done. Nope. No. Now now it's time to have some real fun. Where There's more annoying enemies. Yeah, you have to head up. There's more of those red teleporting ninjas, and you get these weird kind of inverted pyramid platforms. Yes. And when they're spinning, that means they're moving and you're okay. Right. If they stop spinning, that means they're going to drop you. Yeah. and you To have the beginning to, of the level, perhaps. Yeah, 
pretty close. So that's why killing all the enemies on the way up here is actually worth it. Like, there is one area where I couldn't... There's, like, a, a, a ledge you, you just can't get to. And yes. I was really trying. I thought for sure there'd be something up there. But really, it's just... On the, the left. Yeah, it's just the return path for this. And it takes a few moments to figure out what the which ones you're supposed to jump from to each other. Yeah, and especially because the key one, you can't see it. No, it's on the far right. Jump. Yeah, it's from the far right, and it's below you, so you have to like notice. It. And once you have made it through that soul-crushing uh, inverted pyramid platforming zone, you get to move on to the final level of the game. Yeah, stage eight. And luckily, it's not much of a stage at all. Right. It's just a brief little tour through a kind of spaceship interior. Mm-hmm. And you'll come to, you'll see that familiar big cocoon slash meteor back there. Yes. And Ornath, who taunted you before, is standing there. He informs you it's too late, of course. And those little, like, walls or whatever rise around the yeah. the meteor, and then he attacks you. And I thought that he wasn't too bad. It took me a minute at first, um, because... Well, he, he flies around in the air. Yeah. And, and teleports, too, right? He's a pretty cool-looking wizard, too, although... Oh, yeah. You know, he's got his, like, white robes, and he has this weird, like, hat on mm -hmm. that I think looks like a saddle. I was thinking more of, like, an Egyptian-style headdress, yeah. but, you know. he Nope. Saddle head. Saddle head. But... And he shoots out a, a wide variety of projectiles at you. Yeah, he does. He's, um, one of his attacks, maybe the most frequent, is his, like, ground waves, or... Yeah, he'll land, and he'll shoot out two in a row, or sometimes three. And they can be tricky, because they come faster than you can jump, really. Yeah, you have to be... You have to start jumping before he shoots the first one to yep. land. Um, and you can, you know, there is a bit to your jump where you can tap and not jump as high. So it's. I almost always took damage from one of these waves of energy on the yeah, floor. It took me a while to, to master them. Uh, but then he will go back into the air and he will shoot off a like an energy beam dragon. Yeah, this uh, this reminds me of the dragon attack. I don't remember which weapon from Super Ghouls and Ghosts that you shoot out. Oh, yeah. It's almost the same. And this thing will aim at you, and then it will turn several times. Yeah, I found that if you get closer to him, it will come down, and it's much easier to just jump, like a jump rope with it. I, yes, exactly. I It took me a minute to figure that out because I was taking some pretty heavy damage from this thing just trying to, because it will take shots. You can kill it and it will explode into like six. Yeah, but you don't want to attack it at all. Not generally. It'll just blow up eventually anyways. Yeah, so if you do my method and get close, you just have to jump over it twice. Yep. And then on its third pass, it'll go back up into the air. And at that point, you run away to the opposite end of the screen and you won't be hit by any of its fireballs. That's the, the key there. And then... And, you, the jump on it is a little tricky, mm -hmm. but it's not not that hard once you get it down. Yeah, it's it's actually really easy once you know what you're doing mm -hmm. because it it its turn radius isn't high enough for it to just come right back quickly. So you always have time to react. Uh, and then you've destroyed this guy. Well, he does have that. We know when he shoots the dragon heads out. Oh yeah, that's when after that, a certain point of damage. Yeah, it's he like get some explosions on him, mm -hmm. and then he has a a new wave. Yeah, and I don't know. I didn't know how to avoid those at all. I the secret is when he reappear, he'll he'll like teleport after exploding, and then he'll start shooting them. But you just want to haul, but get behind him because gotcha. he won't turn around. Okay, and you have just enough time if you're ready for it to get behind him, and then he'll just go back to his normal attacks. All right, but yeah, you defeat him, and then it's on to the final showdown. Yeah, I mean, I guess you like teleport into this other room. Or you just kind of are there. Mm -hmm. And you get to see the true shape of Baldur, 
which is uh, pretty gross. awesome and gross. Gross yeah. awesome. It, it reminds me of like Genova from Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah. It has it has a face on the front and then a face on the side of its head yep. with horns coming out at an angle. So it looks really weird. It has one wing or it has two bird wings and one arm and the other side of the arm has like two cannon things. It's When I was fighting it, I couldn't appreciate the details, but going back, I was like, it's a cool and disturbing looking boss. Yeah, because if you did anything like I did, you really kept most of it on the very edge of the screen. Yeah, yeah. That's how, that's the only way I could deal with this guy was to barely encounter him at all. I ran to the far <laughs> right and would charge up and then run in and do my thing and then run away. Yeah, like it'll it'll appear and then, you know, it kind of has two sides. So it'll start and it'll it'll go over to the left side of the screen mm-hmm. and start attacking you with a um, spread. Yeah, it's got like a it has its standard spread thing and then it shoots uh one of the heads with the horns will emit a little oh, snake. A little yeah, a little snake thing, which uh, I can almost almost always destroy. Yeah, before it got close. And um, uh, if you if you can't do that, you can jump it, and it has those little. And the, one of it, its quote unquote arm cannon shoots these two little pink lasers out of it. Yeah, but they only shoot like downward. So if mm-hmm. you're further back, it doesn't hurt you. Yeah, and it's really about like you can blow up that head and that arm thing. And it will stop attacking and switch sides. Yes. and But once you've blown them up, you still have to attack them a little while longer to like, it's like, well, now that thing's gone and there's a stump. Yeah. You yeah. have to destroy the stump until it's like a bloody mess. And then, you know, you'll switch sides. Um, and and then that's when it got a lot harder for me. It's really shooting those little like white. And they're so tiny. tiny yeah. Tiny lasers. Now, your la- your lightning can destroy those la- little lasers. Yeah, yeah. But they're they're happening so much. I found that's the, the problem. The boomerang lizard helps yeah. with those. Oh, that's I was relying on him nonstop. <laughs> yeah, I mean, any of your creatures you still have will help, but especially those. And I also found myself running to the right side to like charge up and then sneaking across okay. to fight. Uh, especially once he would drop the like the orbs into the air that become fireballs. Oh, right. yeah, you have to keep moving. As soon as he does that, you got to move because those will come back down like napalm style. And he will do like a move where he tries to squish you as well. Okay, yeah. So yeah. you have to avoid him at that point. Honestly, not the hardest boss in the game. No, well, because there's no pattern to learn. It's just stuff to dodge. Yeah. yeah and once you learn or... where it's coming from, it's a lot easier. Uh, the hard part is just knowing what you're hitting too. I wasn't really sure what I was supposed to be doing for most of this fight. Right. Yeah, it does get a bit confusing, but luckily the game aims for you. So it does. <laughs> Once you have bloodied and destroyed all the parts of this boss, well, luckily there are no extra forms. Yeah, and you don't even have to. You just get to leave. You just get to leave. Well, in fact, you don't get to leave. You are tossed out of this tower. And yeah. You're falling, falling to your doom. Upside down. But luckily, your little flying creatures come to your aid. And for the first time ever, you've decided you might actually be able to fly on one of these things. Yeah, you ride your little dragon fry. I wish I could have done that earlier in the game. It might have helped. <laughs> and then you get some nice credits as, you know, you fly through the various lands you'd seen before. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually coming to the very beginning, there's some villagers and a, a really cool, like, cleric or priest comes out with that, like, blue and yellow outfit i really like that sprite and like, don't you go up and shake his hand yeah you shake his hand and he like nods it was that's a cool ending i like it that was too. i i really like that sprite too and then at the very end it gives you a screen that like tells you what your final progress was yeah you get like a, a did a you record any of these percent. stats um yeah i did actually because i took a i took a picture although I, I cheated so oh i cheated a lot 
Yeah, what does it give you, like your shooting percentage? So it, let's start, it tells you your game ranking uh, is what the screen is called. Right. It right. gives you your clear stage, how far you got, which mm-hmm. is the end of the game is stage 8, area 12. Uh, and then it tells you the thunder power level, which I only got mine to 7. Okay, I got to 8, but... I, I wish I did. That's probably part of the reason I had such a hard time with that final oh, couple bosses. Right. Uh, it then tells you your shoot down rate. Yeah, mine was 79%. Oh, mine was a mere 65. Okay. <laughs> and then you were given a rank, and I'm guessing mine was worse than yours. I was an elven mage. What were you? I was an ogre shaman. I don't know what that oh. means. I, <laughs> I think elven mage sounds better than ogre shaman. I, yeah, I think so. My uh, stats were all worse, so I don't don't know at all. Well, I... But like more, I said. most importantly, you get a wonderful giant picture of alicia in full lightning mode yeah which is a really cool uh graphic that you will see in between each stage you get your little intro and, mm-hmm. it, and it like slides by super fast so it's, it's nice to get a long look at it to finally see it look at some good good looking 90s anime stuff i wish you could see it more throughout the game and then once you hit start you're just back at that opening title screen yes sir Well, here we are in the review portion of our show, and of course, we use the classic Nintendo Power Review System that has four categories, each category a possible score from 0 to 5, starting with graphics and sound. And Nick, I gave this a 3.5. Okay, I went with a a 4.0. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I feel like I may have shortchanged a little bit there. I mean, it's... My biggest problem was that the enemy sprites were not nearly as uh, animated and, and varied. Right. Yeah. Well, not varied, but I really don't know what my problem is, because I, I really like the music, I like the backgrounds, I thought everything looked cool, so I'm going to go 4.0 as well. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I just generally liked it all, you know, and uh, I especially have a soft spot for, A, the, the way the Genesis sounds, mm-hmm. B, the type of music they were doing here, and, yeah. you know, it's it's this is a fantastic wizardy adventure, so it's right up my app. Next up is Play Control, and I gave it a 2.5. I did as well. It's fine. It's not, you know, I, I never felt really like I'm I, I out of control, but... But I was never as agile as I wanted to be in the boss fights. Yeah, the jump the jump is the weak point, I think. It's 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 not the worst, but uh-huh. it's not great. It's There's a slowness to it. And the way you start off that lightning... I wasn't always sure I was going to be hitting the target I wanted. Right. And sometimes it's it's unclear because maybe the enemy is technically dead, but the graphics don't represent that yet. And you'll just be shooting straight forward and you don't know why when there seems like there's something you should be going after. Yeah, definitely. Uh, now we have the challenge factor, Nick. I think um, I'm going to have a higher score than you for sure. Well, I went with 3.5, but I'm kind of on the... It might even be higher. I, I went know. 4.0. I could see that because it does get pretty tough at the end. Yeah, for me, just the hardness of those bosses, the sheer lack of continues or extra men that you're going to come across for most yeah. of the game. Yeah. And like once you get to that slanted level, you are just taking hits every two steps. It's... I mean, you can... Um, alleviate some of it by you know a exploring and you know i think that the general shortness of most levels works to help curb it you know mm-hmm. but no continues no lives it's, it's tough no checkpoints yeah yeah it's rough yeah yeah that's why i would, I would go such a hard score yeah i i think i i see i'll go up to 4.0 nice we both changed oh and then finally we have theme and fun um i went with a 4.0 i went with a 3.5 okay um you know, I think that the 
levels are very cool and varied and they definitely do tell a story of the game Mm -hmm. and then there is a lot of fun to be had in using your different enemies your different creatures it's just that to me the end of the game became a little too creepy and i mean don't mean like scary i just mean like i I wanted to be more in the game but i felt like i had to just wait charge fight wait you know sometimes yeah that that does kind of because the true fun of the game is using that thunder running in just blasting away all these enemies Mm -hmm. that in most other types of action platformer games do wouldn't be able to deal with correct but i personally i like the type of setting a lot yeah you know so it was you know it was very much very much in my wheelhouse so nick i ask every show should you play this game i think so i agree i said yes uh go for it it's a very cool concept that in many ways feels ahead of its 16-bit time with the yeah. extra creatures swapping on the fly that crazy lightning g- uh, damage thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it's all very cool um it is very hard yeah i think especially like the first four half of the game you might might trick you into thinking it's actually easy once yes. you start to get there but it does it does rear its ugly head at the end but it's definitely at least worth checking out yeah i mean i think it's difficult but it's also doable it's mm-hmm. it's not impossible to do this au natural so yeah i think you should play it it's kind of a, an unsung hero i think from the sega library yes indeed next week's game will be pilot wings for the super nintendo entertainment system so find a copy of that game any way you can Grab your controllers and enjoy some Mode 7, folks. That's right. And remember, if you want to get a hold of us, uh, let us know anything. What's your favorite animal companion here uh, in Alicia Dragoon? You can do so at cartridgecommand at gmail.com, and we will love you forever. Or if you have some other ideas for games, we should check out, because we've played a lot, but not every game. And, you know, like we've said, the idea for this one came from one of our listeners. So thank you so much. That's right. You can always let us know on Facebook at Cartridge Command. And, of course, we must uh, say a special thanks to those fine and wonderful folks that give to us every month at patreon.com slash cartridge command. So fine. They are the reason this show exists. Uh, Without their support, we would not have the dollars to make it happen. We are happy to do this show. We do definitely enjoy playing these games, but it does cost a little bit of money to make it go. And uh, with you guys dropping those blue bottles for us, we can keep moving (laughs) forward. So thank you. Thank you all so very much. And as always, Cartridge Commandos, Game Game on! on!